Kami, play We're All Yankovics. Playing We're All Yankovics theme song. Welcome back to We're All Yankovics. How do we, how do we start the show? I don't even remember how the show starts. Um, <laughs> Waka waka waka. Yeah, waka waka waka. Yeah, uh, uh, it's been a while, and uh, and honestly, right now Steve is in the middle of the Atlantic with his wife, hopefully for positive reasons, and uh, and and so I I had to get somebody else involved, and uh, it's it's friend of the pod, uh, probably the most frequent guest on the show uh, overall. Uh, it's Polly. Yay! It's been so long. I mean, we still see each other once in a while, kind of, but like, yeah, like, like, I'm, how are you doing, Polly? I'm great. Oh my gosh, where'd my voice go? <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I've just like, like, just damaged my larynx. Ooh, that's oh, that's God, not good. That's <laughs> not good. No, <clears throat> I'm just so excited. Actually, I'm still trying to get my voice back from last week. And we're oh. going to be talking about that. Yeah, yeah. So, Polly, like, when I found out that uh, the Weird Owl movie was premiering at TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival, I was like, okay, there is somebody that loves Weird Al that has spent, like, her entire life in and out of, like, the art and film scene of Toronto. So, like, <laughs> like she is perfectly placed. There, Like, I, there was no doubt in my mind that you were going to be involved with this at somehow uh, like I was just like this is it's too perfect like you didn't have to fly across the country to do this yeah. one this one was in your backyard <laughs> I mean like yeah yeah talk to me talk to me about the experience uh let the uh, I'll let the audience know that uh we I think Polly's gonna do a little bit of a non-spoiler review at the very end of the episode but but what I'm really looking at is like all the like pop and circumstance and and everything that went into like showing a Weird Al movie to the world at an international film festival. I mean, like that's that's crazy. What was that like being there? Or just I I don't even know. Like <laughs> I'm just gonna let you talk, and I'll sit back and listen to all the cool stuff. Sure. Um. Uh. Oh my gosh. Blah blah blah. So it. So I obviously lived in Toronto my whole life, and I have been. Um, I've been like going to films at TIFF since 1990. Like it's it's been like a long time, and I have actually um, run some of the TIFF venues. So like I know like all different perspectives from it. Yeah. Okay. It was so funny when um, uh, obviously when it was announced that that um, that weird the Yal Yankovic story was going to be the opening night film for Midnight Madness. So having it be the opening film for Midnight Madness was like amazing. So it wasn't just like it was like the world premiere at like, you know, eight or nine o'clock. It was like Midnight Madness, which is like the the most hyped up audience ever. Um so it was so perfect. So then it was just like, oh my God, like I have to see this. It was like the same thing when they announced Al was going to have his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It was just like everybody was messaging me. It's just like, oh, my God, you're going to go. You have to go. So obviously that was the case. And then uh, Ethan, 
Ullman messaged me. He has like Dave and Ethan's uh, 2000 inch TV podcast. Oh yes. I am aware. <laughs> yes, I know. But, uh, but I, I, you get the exclusive here ooh, ooh. because, because, well, I mean you and Steve, I, I met you guys first. So, you know, I love y'all. So, um, so you get the jump on this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so Ethan messaged me and he's just like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna see how many people we can get because we want to come up. And so then we started this group chat with everybody, and there was oh my god, 12, 13 of us. Oh my god, I can't even remember. Okay, I gotta say, I didn't know about any of that. I I, I now I feel kind of bad for <laughs> like like I didn't know that there was this whole group from that. That's so cool. Like that's awesome. Yes. So so it was like um uh you know uh Ethan and his partner and then Dave Rossi um who and his wife and uh because Dave was the one who like started the campaign for the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2005 as we all know. Yeah. So it was them and then it was also um UH Jeff in LA and the two, the other Jeff and another Scott from LA and then Ryan from New York and, um, oh my heavens. Yeah. So it was literally like, oh, Blair from Chicago. So it was like a bunch of people literally like flying in for this. And I'm just like, I just have to take the subway. So that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then it was like, um, uh, and then Kat. O'Connell, who I finally met last month when Weird Al came back to perform the, you know, the the return of the ridiculously ill-advised, self-advised, blah, blah, blah tour. And so then I got to meet a couple more Toronto people at that show. And it was so funny because um, when I got to, when I was at the both Weird Al shows on August 1st and 2nd, it was just like, you know, I was seeing people that I knew, but then other people were coming up. They're like, oh my God, you're Polly. And I was just like, this is just, I keep getting recognized. <laughs> I had weird house shows, which is really funny. So anywho, so there was like, so now there's a few more weird Al Toronto fans that um, are like, you know, part of my family, which is awesome. So we did this chat and then, so we got all the tickets and then it was like, okay, so uh, we're all gonna, we'll figure out where we're gonna meet, and it was all down at the, um, it was really cool, is that the, the Royal Alexander Theatre, this is the first time they have ever, um, shown films for TIFF, so this was also a totally brand new thing, like, cause they're a theater theater that's been there, for like decades, which is a gorgeous theater. And I've seen so much there. I, I saw rent, I was a rent head. And so I saw rent like 13 times there back in the, in the nineties. And so this theater also is like, means a lot to me. So the fact that this is like, this was like the very first, um, they had a film before, but this was the very first Midnight Madness film. So it was like the second film overall to perform there as part of TIFF. So that's also a historic thing. So they had, they were doing across the street. Um, they had another, like a smaller screen and they were doing free screenings at night um, as part of like tiff and i honest i honestly don't know what any of the other the films they were showing <laughs> throughout the festival 
But that night at 10 o'clock, they were going to be showing UHF on this outdoor screen. Okay. So I, so obviously I met, um, the first couple of people that I met were the to the Toronto people that I met at the at the shows last month, um, Catherine and Mandy. And then, so we're all messaging each other. And then, okay, we're here. We're here by the Nescafe stand right across from the theater and blah, blah. And, and then and the cat came and we're like, okay, so it's the four of us. And so um, everyone else was kind of like, we hadn't heard from them. And so like, they'll come. We're here early enough. So let's just kind of like walk around. And so for Tiff, they shut down King Street like for a long, long stretch because that's where most of the the um, action is. And so they basically it turns into like kind of like a um, uh, not like a well a half celebrity sighting thing, but that's for people lined up behind barricades. But then they've got like food trucks and um you know like like things where you can like get your photo taken and like tweet it to win prizes or whatever and then there's art stuff going on so it's kind of like this giant celebrity sighting slash street fair slash you know open streets fun time gala so (laughs) so um it, it was really neat because I haven't done TIFF for a few years. Like, I haven't done it as much the past few years since I, like, ran one of the venues. And um, so we're walking around. But before that, like, every in the group chat, like, people were going, oh, so, like, you know, what do we do? And I was, like, basically, like, you know, the TIFF whisperer. So I'm giving them, like, all the information. It's just, like, well, normally for, like, shows is general admission so a lot of people line up early but because this was an actual theater theater it was like like the seats were picked so it's not like we had to line up for hours to get a good seat like we had second and third row which was like crazy so they they worked magic to get that for that so so that means like we could just like walk around for a bit more and um, so the four of us went and we were around the area where they were going to be showing UHF and um, there were like also like step and repeats, you know, where you see all the celebrities get their photo. So we were like getting people to take photos of us, you know, on like, you know, our own red carpet. And then, um, people were like starting to like take photographs of us. And then because we were early for like the UHF screening, people were like filming us doing fun stuff. And so like, we were totally like living this like celebrity. <laughs> and then we slowly met up with like, you know, Ethan and Dave and and everybody else. And then um, it was just like so nice. So the theater itself like has the barricades around it, but you can walk through until it's time for them to shut it down, to have the open space for, you know, the, the limos to come with the stars. So we were walking around and then most of the group was like hungry and they wanted to get food. So they all left. And then the four of us met up with, two of the other Toronto peeps and then we were talking away and then we decided to just go and line up early just so we could get in early just for the heck of it. Um, so before the UHF screening, they had this flash mob of all these people dressed as like old school weird owl. So like, you know, well, obviously the Hawaiian shirts, but like the mustache and the, the big Afro hair and the glasses. And, and so before UHF started, they all came and did this like 
flash mob dance thing before it. And that was like pretty funny. And then when we went to uh, line up outside the theater, they were kind of nearby. And it was just like, oh, I think they're going to do something else here. But we had already uh, started to go in when they were about to do it. But it was really funny because when they let the lineup in, that's when Al's car arrived and he got out. And so it was literally, so he didn't see me, unfortunately, but I know he came out of the car and then people were like screaming and then he's like waving. And then he, he turns around and like, we're literally just, the lineup is just going in the theater. We're like, Oh my God, it's Al. So, so that was really cool. And he just went, you know, to like, shake some hands to the people who are waiting across the street, like who didn't have tickets, like just the people who were there just to celebrity watch. And he did some photos, but like we were going in at that point. And uh, yeah, so they, so they just like um, hung out with the crowd. And then, so we missed seeing this, but I saw like a video afterwards um, and you can find it online. So that flash mob came back and like did this whole freaking like amazing dance thingy that we saw them do before UHF so it was like seeing the same thing but literally right in front of the the theater so so that was really cool and people were like getting a kick out of that so that I thought oh my god like this was I just felt so happy for 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 Weird Al because it's just like like there's those of us who are like we we like it just shows how many people love him and how much happiness he brings to everybody around the world. And the fact that they're like, obviously this is going to be like the opening night film for TIFF. And so it was just like, I, it was just so nice. I mean, I, I go and see his shows and it makes me happy, but the fact that like he came and then this movie was made and it's just, it just made Toronto go insane. Like it just made everybody so freaking happy. Like just seeing my city come to life right for for weird al just it was just oh my god it was just so great that sounds awesome yeah so we so we went in and then it's also those of us who went in obviously we're like okay well we need to pee as soon as we get in and then pee right before the film so it was just like getting inside to like beat the lineups as well because i because obviously all the years i've done tiff i know how to you know what you have to do so right (laughs) so um you know it's like doing a fringe festival as well you have to time the peas and everything <laughs> yep yeah so we were in there and it was just like so great i'm like oh my god i can't believe i'm in the royal alex for a tiff film so that so it was a nice way to come back to the festival for me and then we get up front and then all of a sudden i'm like running to other friends you know who are there obviously for the film and and it was just so it was a nice little reunion to see a bunch of people that I hadn't seen in like a while that I'm in touch with, but then like old TIFF friends who I hadn't seen in years reconnecting with them. So that was cool as well. So then um, we all like, we all like sat and then there was this woman, I think like from TIFF and she was handing out stickers and they were like oval stickers and they were purple and it said, keep TIFF weird. 
And it was just like, oh, that's really cool. And so I had like my, my, I was in my bodysuit again, the one that I wore for the strings attached tour. <laughs> okay. Okay. Obviously. And so like I had my, my Domo backpack in that and I was just like putting things. And so I, I just like, I kept my tickets, uh, in my bra. I just shoved it in my boob. <laughs> <laughs> so I had it ready. And so then I like I put the ticket away. Obviously, we went in, but I so I shoved the the sticker, you know, in my bra. So that was safekeeping. And then um so then we're sitting there and we're just so excited. And then all of a sudden it's time for, you know, Cameron Bailey comes out who's like one of the heads for for TIFF. And it's really funny because years ago, oh my God, what year was it? 20, 2002, um, when I was finished, or when I was still, 2001, when I was in the conservatory at Second City, I was doing this acting class as well at the same time, um, studying the Meisner technique with this incredible teacher, and Cameron Bailey was in that class with me, so it's like, it's really neat to see, you know, and he's gone on to become like one of the the heads of um, TIFF, so it's neat that I know him in that respect. So he came out, and he does like the introduction and saying, what an honor it is to finally be able to, you know, show a film in this historic theater and what better thing to have it kick off like the entire midnight madness program for this version of the festival than it be this film. So then the, the midnight madness programmer, um, comes out, Peter Kaplowski. And I knew, um, I know Colin Geddes who was the programmer before him. Um, and, uh, so, so Peter comes out and he's doing like the introduction and he doesn't bring anybody out at the start. He says, um, we're going to bring them out after the film. So none of them came out before the film to, um, to talk. It was just like, we're going to get the film on screen as soon as possible. And then stay tuned because, um, obviously, um, the director and Evan Rachel Wood and Daniel Radcliffe and Weird Al will join us for the Q and a after the film. So the, so the film starts obviously, and I'm not going to spoil any of the film, um, well, well, actually, don't even talk about the film right now. We'll finish the 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 whole like the festival part, and then okay. we'll give people a break so that way, if they don't want to hear anything, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, because some people even are like, "Oh, if you enjoyed it, that's a spoiler. You're not supposed to let me know that you enjoyed it," you know, kind of thing. So, what do you want? Me to, do you want me to say I hated it? Come on. <laughs> so, so, so then the, they show the film, and then uh, then they come out. Yes. Um, and then the crowd goes crazy. Um, and it was, it was just like, oh my God. Uh, it was so nice. And then, then we did, then they did a Q and A and, uh, well, you know, they were talking at first just about the film and how, how it got made and like general stuff. And then they took audience questions. Um, they took about like five questions and, um, yeah, but it was, it was so it was so nice the the I'm not going to it's not going to spoil anything but they they filmed it in 18 days. Wow, yeah. Which was like which was you're like, "Oh my god." Um cuz what cuz a good old standby tiff question when people want to ask something is just like, "How long did it take to film and what was the budget?" But I mean like you say numbers and then like the budget was blah blah and then people are like, "Oh." And I'm like, "Do you honestly know how that breaks down?" No. <laughs> Like that's, that's one of the questions people hate 
the most <laughs> tip, but they got it out of the way by just saying, oh yeah, we, it, you know, it took, we, we filmed this in like 18 days, which was crazy. So we just, and then, yeah. And Daniel Radcliffe, it was just like, yeah, like, you know, getting, having to do the script, you know, was great. But then like having to like learn how to play the accordion as best I could, that, that he had, what was it? Like three days rehearsal before they started filming. So Al was like giving him lessons, I think for three days before they started filming. And, and, <laughs> and Dan is just like, you know, obviously if anybody's going to give you the best accordion lessons, it's obviously Weird Al Yankovic. But it was just like, I'm nervous as hell, like, because I'm portraying him. But then it's like, you know, I want to make sure I get things right. So he's like, I hope I did the best that I could. And he really did. He really did. But it was like, it was just so nice to hear, like, how nervous uh, Daniel was. But saying that, like, Al couldn't have been, like, like, more generous or kinder or like giving he said it was just like the whole experience was incredible because you know it was it was so rushed but then just having this person be like oh my god yeah no you're gonna be great we're gonna have like a great time you know and you're you're the guy to do this and so he was just so blown away and honored but i mean like this is what we expect from al but it was just so nice um, to hear that anyway. It was just really lovely. That's awesome. Yeah. And then obviously I won't say anything, um, but Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna was perfection. That's awesome. She was, yeah, it was just, oh my God. Everything about the film was amazing. So I'm spoiling that part. Uh, okay. 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 Um, yes. Yeah. And okay, so I guess I mean might, at this point might as well. Did, did you you enjoyed the film? You think it did a good job doing what it was supposed to do? I mean, what is it supposed to do other than be funny? But it's yeah, it's it's. I don't even. Um, I mean, I guess it's kind of out there. It's basically it's it's the funniest thing. I laughed. I hurt myself laughing so much. I. I had to, I actually had to go into my backpack for my inhaler halfway through the film. No joke. Wow. I was losing it. And the audience, it was the best crowd to see it with because the Midnight Madness crowd is so, um, they're, they're, it's not boisterous, but they're so open to having fun. Um, so, so it was just so much more energy in the in the theater and you know like people are laughing away and applauding and anytime like a song comes on people would be like you know like clapping away and then something would finish and there would be cheers so this is like happening throughout the entire film so I I believe yeah like I'm like Al and Daniel and them were watching I've no idea where they were sitting because obviously we were so we were right up at the front, but I know that they took them from their seats to get them onto the stage afterwards. So they sat there and watched it. And I just, I just feel so, uh, it makes me feel so happy for Weird Al and Daniel Radcliffe, obviously, to be sitting there and like just experiencing, like watching the film on the big screen for the first time, but with this incredible audience. So it was just, it was like nothing but love in that theater and I was just oh my god I'm just so happy to have been a part of that but it just makes me happy for 
for Al to have to to have that gift. That's what makes me the most happy. Yeah, it sounds like a crazy experience, but like very exciting, very joyous. Um, yeah, it, it's like watching a Marvel movie on that opening night where everybody in the audience is all ready for everything. And so anytime yeah. anything happens, they're like, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. It sounds like, I, like I said, as soon as I realized that the, the, the stars aligned for you and I was just, yeah. it made me happy for you. Cause I was just like, that's amazing. This is exactly like. Polly has spent her entire life living, living to this moment now. Like the, everything she's ever done has led her to this one moment to be in the right place, to be able to see the, the premiere of this show. It's just, it's so awesome. And I'm so glad you got a chance to see it and be part of it. And, and, and then also knowing just enough because you've, of your previous like affiliations with Tiff and stuff to be able to like get the most out of it too. You're not, it's not like coming somewhere yeah. like, you know, if I went to like New York city to see something, I would be like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know anything about <laughs> anything. And, you know, I don't know where the stage is back door. So I don't know where to see the the stars after the show, you know, like all that stuff. And you're just like, no, I know exactly what I need to do. I know when yeah. I have to go to the bathroom, all the, like I have, yeah. everything is planned out. And that's, that's amazing. I'm, so happy for you. I'm so happy for Al. I'm so glad you were able to come on to the podcast. I'm so glad I was able to find the equipment for the podcast uh, just so we can do this. Um, so, so I want to add something. Yeah. So this, so this part is going to get serious, but this part, this is what, um, this, this, when you were just saying like everything lined up for me, this was definitely, um, something that the universe definitely laid out for me. So, um, so to get serious, um, I'm going to say it first on August 30th and I haven't posted anything about this yet. I was going to wait a bit. So this is the first time I'm saying it out loud, like to most people, but I let everybody know that night after the show. Um, so my, my mother passed away on August 30th and everybody I know listening is going, Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Polly. So, I'm going to say, um, please don't feel sorry for me because, um, most people have a wonderful relationship with their mother. Unfortunately, mine was my abuser for 50 years. So, um, the only person who was really there for me was weird Al. He helped me like listening to him and discovering him so early on in my life. He's the one that got me through trauma and depression and made me feel like I shouldn't be ashamed of who I am. So um, she passed away and I I was like, I don't feel anything. So any, everybody else who's like in the same situation of me can understand. And I hope that if you do have a wonderful relationship with your family, that makes me incredibly happy. And I hope you tell them that as much as possible and say, I love you as much as possible. So for me, um, friends have been my family pretty much most of my life. And that's including, you know, you and Steve and why I love you guys so much and why I was like so happy to like talk about this, you know, for, for we're all Yankovics. So as fate would have it, her funeral took place on the same day as the world premiere of Weird. Now, obviously, we know which one I went to. So 
I, and obviously, even though it was like, you know, at midnight and the funeral was earlier, I did not go because I was just like, I, I've already let her go. Um, so I need to celebrate who I am with the people that love me. And that was everybody who came up, like everybody I mentioned, like Ethan and Dave and, and Jeff and Scott. And it was just like, I'm with my family right now. So having so much fun and celebrating this like incredible person named Weird Al who has helped all of us in our lives and through that has brought all of us together as our own family means so much. And <laughs> so this is where I'm going to cry. There's a part near the end of the film and I can't say it because I don't want to, this is the part I don't want to spoil for anybody. But he's like, Daniel Radcliffe says something near the end of the film and people were cheering <laughs> afterwards. And I sat there in tears because it's something that he says that my mother never said to me in 51 years. And to hear that meant so much because I knew that I, I shouldn't be ashamed of who I am and um, I need to celebrate myself and, and the people who love me and who I love back just for being ourselves. So I, it was not just this amazing TIFF experience. It wasn't just the fact that I was seeing the world premiere of this film, which itself was incredible. It was the fact that literally the person who was there for me all these years just validated why he's been so important in my life. It's just like you should never be ashamed of who you are. And if people can't accept you for who you are, you don't need them. And so to hear that while I'm sitting with, like literally in the same rows with my Weird Al family surrounding me, it was just like literally the whole universe and everyone saying, you know, like this was meant to be, you are not alone and you are awesome for who you are. And after the film, I, I told everybody like this, you know, that my mother had passed away and blah, blah. And then I said, remember that speech he gives at the end? And then I basically just said everything I just said to you. And they were like, oh, my God. You know, it's just like, we love you. Like, people were coming up and hugging me. And they're like, we love you so much, Polly. And I'm like, I love you guys. Like, you're you're my family. Like, I love you so much. And we've all been brought together because of this person who taught us that, like, there's salvation through laughter. And, you know, you can – you there are incredibly – tough times. I mean, look at the pandemic, but if you have people who love you for who you are and will be there no matter what, you can get through anything. And I have that Weird Al family. I have other, you know, friends from other, you know, things I have in my life. And I have, I have you and Steve and that just makes me feel blessed and just the luckiest girl in the world. And yeah. So that's, I haven't been able to say that yet, you know, on Facebook, but I, because it's a lot and, um, yeah, but so you get the exclusive Charlie and Aww. 
Well, thank yeah, you, so Polly. Just, we, yeah. we, we love, love you, you Polly. So we love you, Polly. And, and, and we love you for who you are too, like for, for what you are in the inside. And, and it just, it's, it's great. And, and honestly, um, you also being a weird Al fan, there's people all over, all of his fans have really, a lot of his fans are, are, are his fans because for similar reasons, like they, they, he is the, 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 the force of good in their lives that allowed yeah. them to continue and, 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 you know, and, and so it's, it's, it's really incredible that like, uh, a stupid little film, you know what I mean? Like, like, I, <laughs> I don't think it's not, you know, I don't, but, but it, to bring, to be able to have a message like that, yeah, is amazing, and it and it's just like you say, it's exactly what Weird Al is and what he puts out into the world. And um, I think I think it's the same sort of thing that's trumpeted by like Lily's book about him, yeah. about like all the, the his fans and stuff. And it's just that's so amazing. And I'm I'm glad that happened for you. I think like you know what I mean, like 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 to be able to be in that space at that time is. I, I can only imagine is is a great feeling to be and um and so I'm I'm so happy for you and <laughs> and and love you so much and so thank you so much and and I think that's a good place to end um you yes. know if it like like <laughs> for now <laughs> for now but like yeah like that's yes. that's that's the greatest thing about Weird Al and his fandom is is the fans are all fans and it's a great loving community and that you know if 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 you need a friendship just reach out to other Weird Al fans cuz they're all yeah. great people and uh yeah. so yeah so so just go yeah, out he there reminds us there's yeah. still good in the world and there's still hope and we can get through it together yeah and and you can laugh once in a while along the way you know yes awesome <laughs> so thank you very much polly for this very special episode i didn't realize it was going to be a very special episode but it was <laughs> and uh yeah thank you for uh listening to uh we're all yankovics 